God damn it, lost potato. Lost potato? I had a runaway potato situation. It's been coming. It had it coming. Fuck that potato. Fuck that potato. Yeah, you've seen Sausage Party. You get it. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, Billy's his own Sausage Party. Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, wow. Alexander, that's Fuck cruel. you, Hawk. Fuck you, Hawkman. I mean that with all the love in the world, Billy. I can't believe you'd say that to somebody, dude. You need to, like, get out of here. You need to fucking X out. No one makes the like dude. you. <laughs> you crossed the fucking line, man. They crossed the habitual, I'm a habitual line cross. Long, long, pig, long pig sausage. <laughs> other side of that line. We have the Dead Kids of Derry back with another episode. Ooh. This is a you know, I I got I've always loved this opening. You know, Graveyard Shift, Stephen mm. King. It almost reminds me of like the Mangler. It, I mean, yeah, I it love, is a little I, bit like the Mangler. You know, I I love like machinery. I've always loved machinery, especially like some like the mill stuff. I mean, that stuff can take your hand off or kill you if you don't know what the hell you're doing. So sure. it's amazing seeing these people do what they do, and just to, the way it starts. I mean, it's like you can see the rooms forever. Whereas if you reach in the wrong way or something, you know, you could, you know, I mean, those things take limbs off. Easily. Very soon, yeah. very soon you'll be photo of the four fingers. Well, you look at it and you just go, I don't want to be uh, involved in a death with that thing. Or you meet a guy who works at the mill. He's like missing four fingers, a leg, has one eye missing, and his name is Lucky. And he's hey. been there for like 50 years. <laughs> you know Uncle Lucky? He's a good guy. He is a good guy. <laughs> he's half the man he used to be, though. Literally. <laughs> Literally half the man he used to be. Literally. Now the other half is That dead. man left more parts of himself at the mill than anyone else that I know. <laughs> All right. That's right. But no, it's oh. it's it's interesting, you know. Me coming from an old school textile town, the the Fall River, we used to have looms like that all over the place. So it's interesting. It's like a little piece of my my hometown history just kind of happening at the beginning of this movie. It's weird. Yeah. Kind of really. I used to work in a factory. Yeah. In a movie, I'm like, oh yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it looks like this place has rat infection. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, no, they're maintaining the realism that a factory job sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking blasted his hand on that nail. <laughs> that was pretty effective looking. It made me go, ooh, like uh, right? Hellraiser when they're bringing the couch yeah, upstairs it's a small or something thing like that. that. He really wins. It goes in the back of his hand and you go, oh, shit. <laughs> It's always the little things that actually make you flinch, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that you can relate to. Yeah, exactly. 
you see somebody getting an arm torn off by like a fucking giant monster or like Jason or something, and you're just like, all right, that's fucked up. But a paper cut is way more effective. Yeah, no, but, no yeah. definitely, absolutely. Stepping on a nail. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I hate like that. Were the Achilles? Yeah, anything like that. You're just like ah, because ah, ah. yeah. you know, you know, you know. Yeah. We've all had things like that happen. Everyone has their versions of nails on a chalkboard, whatever it may be. Oh, being stared by millions upon millions of rats—that's unnerving. It's alarming. Yeah, rats don't bother me. What is the movie? Is it Wilfred? Willard. 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 That's what it is. That's what this reminds me of. There's two of them. Well, yeah, there was the original with Ernest Borgnine, and then there was the what they're remaking in the '90s with Crispin Glover, which is actually a very good movie. There's a sequel. There's a sequel to the actual movie Willard. Yeah, it's called Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Which Michael Jackson did a song for. He did. Yeah, Michael. Really strange. He was a horror fan. MJ liked horror. He did. He was a big horror fan, actually. Yeah. It was kind of funny because uh, Joe Spinell said, uh, well, I mean, hey, if uh, Michael Jackson can sing a song about a mouse, why can't we get Michael Sambello to do uh, Maniac for us? Sure. And Michael Sambello, you know, did sit the song Maniac. Yeah. But it was interesting how he specifically pinpointed, you know, well, if Michael Jackson can do a song about a mouse, then why can't we do this? Not to be confused with the song Maniac from Flashdance. That's who they were going after. I love the beat to that song. It's a great beat. It's very 80s. Carpenter Brute does a great cover of it, too. Dude, you don't kill a rat in front of a bunch of other rats. No, they no. Might get, they might take it personally. I'm just saying, that's my brother. That's my cousin. That's my, you know, father's former roommate. You're on the wrong side of the street, sweatshirt, and you're about to piss them all off. <laughs> you know, very villainous character, you know what I mean? So it's a justified kill almost if he's about to throw that, you know, it's a rat and all, but you're going to give that rat a terrible death for no reason, you know what I mean? Rats don't bother people, generally. No. Oh, that bothered that dude, though. He didn't like that. No. Oh. Ah, look at that. Chomp time. It's like teeth. Yeah. It is teeth. I was right. Fook. Ooh, and the rats well, are having some dinner. We're not going to be able to sell that yarn now. Oh, man, we have a co- we have a cotton picker a lot like that at work, and the, this scene always kind of makes me go, uh, yeah. Uh, the day, the day <laughs> job I work with textiles, uh, cotton, well, singles. cotton textiles. That's, and, yeah. that's why the mangler in this was so effective. That scene was so effective though because of that deal. Because like it, it's the, one of the worst painful wise as well as like. You know, there's usually a, a time where you're being pulled into it. You know what I mean? So it's not, sometimes it's quick. I guess if you're lucky, it would fucking blend you right up quick. But if you're not so lucky, it pulls you in like a little bit. And you got that moment where you're fighting for your fucking life to get out of there, even though it ain't happening, Captain. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Oh, yeah. I'll take fucking Michael. I'll take, I'll take a Jason Voorhees or a Michael Myers any day over a fucking machine sucking me up. Mm. Believe that. 
Now, Brad Dourif's in this sure. film, of course, with a legendary character. I mean, his yeah. character in this movie could have, have his own movie or book because he is such, he's great in the role. And you want to know more about him. Yeah. And that's what I love. Even if it's sometimes, I mean, sometimes these, you know, great character actors can have small little roles and things. And it's like, I'm more interested in his story than the movie that I'm actually watching. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know... I think that's one Steals of the cool the show. Steals yeah. the show, as they say in Hollywood. Land. Adios, motherfuckers! Oh yeah, no. Brad Dourif runs, takes this movie, and just runs away with it. I mean, it's he's almost like Quint. I mean, he has a speech a little later in this movie. He's like, "I'll tell you why I don't like those." I mean, he's just. I love how he dives into every death machine. I, I was just talking about the other day, and that's probably one of my favorite Brad performances. I think it's darker than Chucky. Um, just a very malicious character. Mm. And um, but it's, it's it's all about, you know, you have the villain, but, you know, it's like the range of whatever he's doing in whatever production. I mean, we've seen the heights of Chucky. We've seen, you know, different characters, even like what he did for Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Hey, I gotta say, I got a great idea. Uh, what we should do is a movie called Exterminators, okay? You have Brad Dorff's character from this. You have John Goodman's character from Arachnophobia. And then you have Christopher Walker's character from Mousetrap, okay? I say that is money in the bank. Come on. Oh, my God. That'd Come on, guys. That's an amazing cast. You're going to need, gonna need that's an amazing fucking that, cast. That is an amazing cast, and that would be awesome. You're going to need some money in the bank to get them, though. Yeah. yeah, but that would be cool, man. I, I'm with it. I support that. It's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah. These these cats, these rats are out here. They're eating people, <laughs> and now we have to go kill them. I could see it. I'd be about it. I would. I walk. I, did, I think walking retired, but I would love to see that. Yeah, walking. Walking isn't doing nothing no more. Yeah. He earned it though. He Legend, it. Legendary, yeah. I mean, I'd settle for an impersonator. I'm in. I got yeah. it. Alex, <laughs> people are selling their faces now, so maybe Walker will sell it. his face. And yeah, um, just deep, deep fake walking in over me. I'll just, I'll just walk on the set and be like, "All right, so we're killing these rats. Let's go." <laughs> that reminds me of when we uh, recorded Victoria, the guy who played the cop. I can't remember his name, but we did that B-roll for you. Yeah. I don't know if you heard it. To be what the audio? Yeah. I heard it. Yeah, uh, Sherman. Sherman. He did a really good accent. Like he did a good impersonation. The greatest. Yeah. Yeah, he's good times. The uh unfortunately we didn't get him in graveyard shift. I was hoping to get him put in the graveyard shift with the great performance. <laughs> Got him into the old film. Mm-hmm. That'd be perfect. I'll be with that. You know, I don't know if I'm feeling this dude as a big hero character. I don't know if I can like this guy. I don't know if I can put my support in his face. I feel, this guy. I feel like this movie's like not a bad movie, but it definitely has some flaws. I agree. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah, but some of the casting, uh, like to to piggyback off what Matt's saying, the leading hero dude, I don't buy it. I never did. 
His performance is kind of, huh? It's just, it, 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 there's a couple other misses in there. I mean, but, I think like Steve Mott is perfectly cast. Um, Devoff, I think, it has a great little role. But I agree with you. I think there are some casting choices in here where they really weren't thought well through. That guy was perfectly casted, though. And the blue yeah. shirt right there. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He should have been the poster. He should have been the poster. Uh oh. The townies harassing the new guy. That's what happens. Go to any small town, they're going to be like, yeah. I mean, it starts off like a Western, you know, a man comes into town, you know, doesn't give up his name up front. Except he's no Clint Eastwood, man. No, Let's be honest right. with each other. No Clint Eastwood. No way. He's no Clint Eastwood. He's not even Clint There's only one Clint Eastwood, and that's Clint Eastwood. I remember I first saw the trailer for this on the VHS of Puppet Master 2 before I actually saw this movie itself. Yeah. Yeah. Great VHS. I like the artwork a lot. That was always cool artwork. Simple. Yeah. It was so good that they carried it over to pretty much every release after it. Uh, Stephen Mott. Yeah, he is one of the best accents in all the Stephen King universe. For sure, for sure, I agree. Still, the best will always be Fred Gwynn in Pet Cemetery. Yeah, no, he's got the crown forever. That's there's nothing going to top that. Nothing. He tries though, Stephen Mott. I definitely put Mock at number two, though. <laughs> yeah, this dude, he he plays sleazy fucking great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Steven is... Uh, His son actor. is uh, one of the leads of the show Suits that was oh, really? on uh, USA. Yeah. When I met Steve at Rock and Chalk, I was fortunate enough to sit with him for a few hours and just kind of you know, talk about his career. And uh, he actually uh, had an affiliation with the Transfers franchise. Mm-hmm. So, you know, talked about Tim Thomerson for a little bit, which was really great. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. yeah hey, Matt, we got to get Tim Thomerson on, 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 on the cast, man. Billy, there it is. The episode. I'll be psyched. There it is. Psyched. I want to get this dude on the episode, on an episode. Did he do anything other than this? Droogs and alcohol. super familiar. Droogs and alcohol. Huh? That's all? That's all he did. Droogs and alcohol. He looks like someone. He, he looks familiar? Yeah. Let me see. He, he was going up. He wanted to be uh, in, the ter- in Terminator. What's his name's role? Uh uh, Michael Bean's role? Yeah, Michael Bean's role, but he lost it. They did drugs and alcohol. <laughs> and alcohol. He's like, I'm sad about stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I could have been Kyle Reese, man. That's right. I could have been fucking Kyle Reese, let me tell you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I guess, and now for an interview. That's what happens. 
They had a poker table. Is that a poker? Looks like he's in a basement. That seems way more formal than an actual factory interview. Yeah. Most factories are like, you actually want to work here? Okay. <laughs> you start now. Yeah. Like, uh, you a college boy. You're working on a plant before? <laughs> He's getting the upper hand on him, Bill, because he hates college boys because they, they yeah. left town. He's like, we're lower middle class around here. We like who we are. We're not <laughs> fond of foreigners coming in like you college boy types basically know how to run a mill. Because <laughs> the game doesn't make you good at it. The yeah. only thing, the only book you need to read around here is the book with Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus is here to save you, boy. Save you from damnation and women. <laughs> you, know, you don't follow the good book. You're gonna be doing things like drugs and alcohol. You better read the book of Jesus. You better read that book of Jesus. Hey, wait, Jesus, he's the guy who does my lawn, right? Yes, yes, read his book. That I is did. Pers- I would. I, I, his book's about how to make a great rose garden. I, I've been working on his, his book for years. <laughs> that book, I, I, I'm going to tell you, he probably nailed it. That's all I'm saying. He nailed he it. He probably nailed it. <laughs> like Jesus. Like Jesus, precisely. <laughs> <laughs> he nailed it like Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> woo woo dude that was like a triple entendre there was yes. like a pun and a pun and a pun on that that was fucking great <laughs> that is the best one ever I will never top that ever that was that was impressive like I'm sitting here I don't know man I kind of just like looked down and I just went into this zone I was like yeah and then this happened and this and it just fucking all worked together man that was nuts I'm not even I should I just start a rap career spit hot fire exactly I'm gonna do it in Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice I'm gonna rap in Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice that's what's gonna happen but back to the movie. Yeah, don't cross over into another episode because I was about to go there. Over Frank. Arnold was coming back up the mill. Who's I wonder who's working this machine now? This ghost, dude is. Oh shit! Oh, he looks mad. There's no blood. He's like, I'm pissed. You can't believe I took this actual fucking job. <laughs> hmm. I knew I should have studied better in college. Now I'm a college boy with well, no goddamn degree. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. Goddamn city boys with your colleges and learning. Well, hey, he, he must not have learned well enough. He's back back here. He's the stranger in a new place. Yeah. He could, he could be the killer. The rats come out and play. Hey, hey. <laughs> come, come out, rats, and play. Hey, are you rats looking for some cheddar cheese? Some cheddar cheese? Maybe. They're looking for some people cheese. That's that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's a lot of different kinds of people cheese. I was just thinking that. (laughs) They're looking for them all. (laughs) I will say a word like Dr. Evil, and I will be evil about this, because the rats, they like something called schmegma. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Really? Oh. 
Ooh, Why did you take it there? God damn you, William Coyne. Why did you take it there? <laughs> because I'm evil. <laughs> or you're just gross. I don't know. If you want to, you know it's the same thing. You should know this. Fair. Hey, I guess so. <laughs> Great yeah, introduction cool. to Graveyard Shift. Here we are. We just killed a rat and we're talking about body cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that was so perfect with the movie. Body cheese in the movie. It lined up because they had just shaken hands as soon as Bill started. <laughs> oh, right. It looks perfect. It's like, hey, you, you like David Cronenberg movies? <laughs> I can see you wearing his attire, Bill. What Brad Dariff is wearing, I can see you wearing that. Sure. Time, but... Dude, sure. I wear something like that at work already for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Is that like a back brace or a corset? If you work blue collar work, you got you got some kind of get up like that. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I've been power washing industrial grease uh, all uh, all last week and I'm doing it again this week. But like when I have to like exterminate stuff, I mean, you know, I look like this. I mean, I have my sleeveless look jeans then i put a tyvek suit on respirator on yeah and they're like yeah no one wants to touch the dead rats from the trailer coin you want to make an extra hundred bucks and actually scoop them up and like sweeten the pot now like give me a bread door autograph got it done got it done don't worry about it i'll double glove up triple glove up on that yeah but then you get these rats and then you're fucked yeah, these are the rats that basically, it's like, it's like the movie Piranha, you know. I mean, when you see so many of them, you know, it can be intimidating, but it's almost a smoke screen considering how you have this, I mean, essentially a creature feature. Yeah. Where, which this is more of. I mean, it's interesting how they have all the, the, the rats and, um, cause you think like, oh, maybe it's all these rats that are causing all this havoc, but I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg. And, um, you know, I mean, I think this is a great little creature feature for its time. I'm trying to remember the name of the actual uh, cryptid that it's based off of, but it's basically a giant bat. Um, Sneaky. Oh, it's from a, I had the word, it starts with an A. It's like the L, like the L Pombero, the L Tokolosh. I think it's the the legend. The the L Tokolosh is like the gremlin from South America. I think it's the L Pombero, which basically is almost like a giant one eyed Bat from uh, uh, fuck, what's it called? Uh, part of Guam, and it's of uh, you know, but it's 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 a cryptid. Usually comes up around political times. People describe it as like a, a giant bat. Sometimes has one eye, but you know, some people say that's what this creature is in this movie. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I know that thing. But, but Brad Dourif, I mean, he's just oh god. Magnetic, he is. You know, no, the legal, I, yeah. Oh, sorry, I was gonna say. I, th- I think the use of the rats to cover up the bigger threat is actually like yeah. really one of the most genius parts of this movie. Yeah, cleans yeah, up right. after. Yeah, yeah. It's cleanup crew. Yeah. Hey, every good killer needs a cleanup crew. Yes, okay? they do. They do. Oh. It's it's true. It's true. I mean, the serial killer only is as good as its cleanup crew. Most serial killers are their own cleanup crew, which is why they usually get caught. Yeah, that's. <laughs> and if you're Jeffrey Dahmer, you just don't clean up at all, apparently. 
just well, parts I mean, of it. James, that's actually not a bad idea for a concept for something. A serial killer that has his own cleaning company. <laughs> hey, Brad I Garif like that. from Graveyard Shift. No, but just as a concept, I'd be. A, I think the character, like on the on the television, yeah. We look at him going crazy, dude. I think it's beautiful performance. Look like Riff Raff from fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show. Scary yeah, stuff. It's, it's, it's so, yeah. so intense. That looks like poor man's Tom Berenger. It's, it's like, just, yeah, it's 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 a mixture of so many cool things. I feel when I watch Brad in this movie, I get I get the the Riff Raff. I get like a heavy vibe of almost like Quint. Quince, um, a little bit of Igor from classic Frankenstein, yeah. if you will, uh, a little bit of Renfield from the classic Dracula, yeah. even. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of mix of like style going on in this performance. Like it's it's really cool. It's really cool. I agree. Mimicking the boss, then he catches you. That's how you do it. Here comes Steve Knox. Yeah, looking good now. Well, this dude's fucking would probably kill you. This dude's a killer. He's yeah. almost got like a Clancy Brown thing going on with He's his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't get fired from the job here. You get fired from life. Yeah. He's like, you want to see my, my friend, the mangler, head first? Shoot you and leave you in the swamp. Leave you in the swamp, so gotcha. Listen, little rawhide, you talked to me the wrong way. You clock out forever. We got his cameo today with us. I don't. I like his cameo. He can cameo all he wants. I know. You look I like don't he told me he can't make it today. He texted uh, me. Yeah, but but he was getting a little too close for comfort right there. Like I felt like he was like almost like saying something like, "So are your cheeks as soft as your cheeks?" <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> how do you spread your biscuits? Exactly. That's, that's that's what I was getting a feel of right there. It was like he was like, uh, so uh, I got this three pound tub of Crisco. Uh, what, are you, what are you feeling? Like your biscuits budded. Do you need someone to assign you to butter your biscuit? Well, I mean, I'm, do you? Is that the conversation's going? I've never had my biscuit buttered, but I don't think I'd want that guy to do it. No, he'd probably destroy. He'd probably destroy the biscuit. Yeah, I did it real nice. It's like, thank, thanks for ripping it apart. He would destroy the biscuit, no doubt about that. Yeah, he, I, 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 I don't think he would butter the biscuit at all before. No, he, he looks like saying? he's all thumbs. Like he looks, he just probably doesn't know how to use a knife. I think you got it right on the head, Billy. You got it. But he knows how to use that pen. Alright, this is like so complete uh, like workplace harassment going on right here. Oh uh, yeah, dude, no, like Wallace mm. you don't give a fuck. I can't wait till the unions come into control in a few years. It's a small like, town nowhere, yeah. Yeah, I, I seriously I wa I like I can't help but watch this guy and just be like, chill the fuck out, Harvey Weinstein. Like, come on. <laughs> Relax. Now we have to go yell at Kevin Smith spending too much money again. If Jesus that, Christ. If that girl was a drifter, she'd probably be dead. She'd probably have like an 80% chance of being killed in a real scenario with that guy. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
That guy has a body right. under the stairs. At yeah. least one. Under at least one body under the stairs, without a doubt. One, um, one and a half, one and three quarters. You know, thereabouts. I'd guess five and a half. Mm. Maybe. You got some skeletons you might not want to know about. <laughs> don't go to digging where you don't want to go rummaging. He's got one and a half <laughs> under the stairs, but a very strong flank along pig in the fridge. Yeah, and he's not very smart, and the graves aren't or aren't, aren't deep enough. It's like, oh, don't mind the smell. That's just the old uh, water pump uh, acting up again. You know, I was, I was cooking pork chops. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. okay. Just hire a digger. Digger, the grave digger will help you out. See, there we go. We got Alex, the grave digger. Call eight one one. I'll just dig your hole. I'll dig your very deep hole, six feet. That's what's up. From dig safe, call the digger. Dig Alec safe. Bob. Always <laughs> dig safe. Dig safe, and make sure it's always six feet apart. That's it, right there. COVID regulations. Ooh. Fish is. Uh, that does not look. Ooh, that looks that bad. That looks like a ball sack. That's Beastmaster Whoa. right there, baby. One of my favorite fucking weird creatures of all time, those Beastmaster creatures. This, yeah, this place is always hiring. Okay, we get another victim in the making here? We're still pretty hiring. Well, you got to feed that thing's got a big appetite. That's fucking huge. Yeah, that turnover yeah. rate must be obscene. I think that dude's killing people, too. <clears throat> you should have a serial killer fucking side story. I get a feeling Igor Devoff is probably a secret serial, secret serial, secret serial killer in this. I believe that's possible. He's a good. Yeah, dude. I mean, last time I saw him with Frosted Flakes, man, and Tony the Tiger, he didn't look so good. He looked a little stuffed. This is just fucking gross what they do to him. Alex, just, I knew that wasn't going to go over. Sorry, bud. Damn, that's gross. I can feel it. I can feel. I acknowledged it. it. I, I I nodded. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I oh, let you guys they, down. They're going to give him the rat dinner. What an asshole move when you're the new guy in town and they give you the rat dinner. Ain't that awful? The guy asked for a bucket of chicken. Not a hey, hey, hey. Just, just remember that when you mess with yes. him, he might give you the snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah. These, these guys would also be drunk all the time, too. Like, falling off the stool drunk. If this is real life, I feel. To, to, they, to be... Oh, sorry, Mac. No, to be fair, yeah. No, I was going to say, to be fair, though, the rat is the chicken of the toilet. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. Some herbs and spices and problem solved. Yeah. This guy actually looks like Sean Cunningham a little bit. He does. He does. I think his son got into the film world. Noel Cunningham. Yeah, Noel Cunningham. Yeah, Yeah, he works with his dad at the uh, Camp Friday the 13th. So I guess he hasn't done much lately. Mm. I met him about 15 years ago at Stop and Shop in South Bend. There you go. Was he working there? Or you? No, I was working there. <laughs> it was right. funny. I said to him, anyone ever tell you you look like Noel Cunningham? He's like, I am Noel Cunningham. I'm like, cool. <laughs> and then he asked Bill to borrow 500 bucks, and Bill then let him borrow it. <laughs> <laughs> You're good for it, right? Never yeah, to be seen again. Nah, Bill, I'm fucking with you. We need five hundred dollars to make the Jason movie. Or Victor Miller's gonna kill the president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they keep pumping those out. I don't know how that happens. 
with How the- long has this fucking thing been litigation now? Seven years. Cruising. Ford Mustang, nice old Ford Mustang, red, American made, maybe. Beautiful thing. They're actually driving. They're driving, subtle. that's nice. I think I think it's red because it's got that subtle nod to the, the Christine. If yeah. You know. Another yeah. short story, right? Yeah. 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 Was it all for a night shift or No, they weren't all in the same one. Stephen okay. King's done like God, at this point, I think he's probably done like at least a baker's dozen short story compilations like that. Oh, okay. So I know he's been in other like compilations with other uh, writers as well. Yeah, no, no. But him just him releasing short story compilations, there's at least 12. Nice. I find it easier reading those than the actual books because the, I mean, he can get so. I, I, Pet Cemetery is like one of the few actual books I can get through by King. But I love his short story stuff because the short story is a very specific art form. And I think Ray Bradbury was the father of the short film, of the short story as we know it. And King just, I think he's an excellent short story teller. Um, even though he can do novels and everything else, Right. I just prefer his short story stuff because it just packs a punch and gets there real fucking quick and, it, and you're on to the next one. Like a bullet? Is it like a bullet? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I, I feel punch like, and gets there quick. I mean, I feel I could read his short stories way faster than, say, something like The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon, even though it took me a while to get through that book. She did more than love him. Mm. You didn't have that for me, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but back, back in the film zone, there's prison garb. I see it. Yeah, he's digging holes. He's getting out. He's getting out of Shawshank. That's a metaphor that life's life's a prison. Yeah, you know what I mean. Precisely. That's exactly what they were going for. And now this creature stirring about. Got a nice little shot of his albino eye opening a few seconds ago. Oh, that was the creature. It looks like it looks like Reggie the Reckless. It does look like Reggie the Reckless. Or, or was or he wearing cousin. orange? Wasn't he also wearing orange? No, he had a red sweatshirt oh, on red Friday sweat. Five. Okay. Yeah, those goddamn enchiladas. <laughs> uh oh, he's about to be an enchilada. That's the problem. Yeah. Ooh, that didn't go well. That, that well, it could have been the. That was probably an effective jump scare. That went as good as it could go. It could have been the bat. If you think about it, if you think about it, I mean, it's so funny those jump scares. It's like that first one. It's like it's not the jump scare, and then you know that does it exactly again the same way. And then yeah, it's, it's the jump scare. That, 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 yeah, that dude, he should be more worried about that guy than that bat, though, in real life. I think well. The bat just wants to eat him. The other guy wants to, you know, and eat him. <laughs> so Jeffrey Damo. <laughs> in no specific in no specific order either. Just putting it out. There. <laughs> I'm gonna Albert Fish and Filet. You today. You Albert Fish. Oh man. Jeez, Banging on headlights. Uh oh, she's a little angry. Taking out the aggression on the car. 
That's... With a fireman's axe, no less. That's that's I mean business right there. That's some some cheating. <laughs> Anger. Well, hey, as long as it's not Christine the car, so he does have to worry about a reprisal from the car. No, but <laughs> I'd be more worried about whatever the fuck she's thinking herself, because you know, fireman's axe. That's that's terrifying. <laughs> she just she just wants to ask him a question. That's all. Oh, you! I go to to my car, you vile woman. You foul. Uh oh! That's one scary looking man. Yeah, look at that. And of, of course, everyone's just standing around watching. Yeah, that. just like, what's he gonna do? What's he I gonna think, do? I think everybody's afraid of that guy. I don't think anybody's yeah. gonna stand up to this. The new dude. Besides that, that guy, the that new dude, dude. Get, in real life, that dude would be getting buried tonight if that was real I, life. Yeah, for and sure. Without hesitation, he would have just punch his nose into his brain, and that would have been like the end of it. And in real life, everyone would be like recording it the, instead of helping. The townspeople would have helped fucking drag the body behind the house and everything. Yeah, for the rest of this movie, though, I'm calling that guy Jack Hero, dude. Cause Jack was, Hero. I think that's his actual name in real life. <laughs> so. Makes sense. It makes sense. It's Jack it's Hero. Not Stephen Knott. He changed it, you know. He's had tough times, as you know. He was also the father in The Monster Squad. Yes, he was. There you go. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing a whole different character. Way still kind of, different. Still kind of creepy, but, you know. He, uh, he was also a te- uh, teacher of, um, I can't, God, he was one of the renowned uh, colleges in uh, New York. Um, but, yeah, he's just a real interesting, well-rounded guy to talk to. I mean, he knows, he knows the genre. Very well. He absolutely loves his fans, and he's just a guy that enjoys talking with, you know, fun folks. You got to meet him, he said? Yeah, I felt lucky. I mean, you know, he's like, yeah, sit down, you know, and I ended up sitting with him for almost like two hours. If someone came up to his booth, you know, I would shut up and, you know, they would converse, and you know, but, you know, just to... I don't know. It was just, it was just, I kind of going almost like the, the full moon route and everything else. And he was like, sit down, let's talk about, you know, Thomerson. And it just turned into a cool conversation that lasted for a few hours. I think that. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's very, yeah, once uh, again, it's boiling in that basement. You gotta run that machine. I mean, that, and those machines, it looks like they give off a lot of fucking heat too. And, you know, everything's oh, sure. just you know, wood and dry and mm-hmm. you know, all hot and And then you have the rats coming through. I mean, the place probably looks like it smells horrible. Rabbit is slingshot again. Yo, he's good at this. He's real good at this. The slingshot king, dude. He, he slingshot someone's eye out. That's why he's on the run. He can't go back home. <laughs> He's a bad boy. Kill the poor kid with the slingshot. I don't care. Lose your eye. I'm a slingshot. So, so in other words, his name should be David, right? Yeah. If you you walked into a room and seen a grown man fucking around with a slingshot, what would you think to yourself? Would you go, hmm? That guy's friggin' cool. I don't know. know 
No, I don't man. Know, would pop in my mind right off the bat. No, I'd immediately, I'd immediately, I'd immediately be like, all right, he's got a fucking slick shot. You know what? He is a crazier level of crazy than I am. If he's whipping out a slingshot like Dennis the fucking menace, yeah. I I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna leave. Actually, now. I have a slingshot, and you put little like bullets in here, like little like pelts or whatever, and it can kill someone. Cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry, I just I just realized. Have you, have you tested that? Have things you things murdered things. someone with your slingshot? Maybe. I want to find out. No. Ooh, that sounds like a fun Friday night. Thank you, Alex. Come over. I like that stud. We got Bill Coin being the stud with the stud pills. Bought from Spencer's <laughs> gift fucking 25 years ago. I remember those. Stephen Mott. You know you can just buy those in a gas station now, right? Yeah. I'm open, too. Yeah. This dude will sell him to you. <laughs> He's the uh, guy. He's the guy. <laughs> you can go in. You can get a body part. Some some gas station boner pills. A taquito. <laughs> It'll work out, man. <laughs> Someone's severed pinky finger. Why not? It's in the random grab bag. Whatever. People love it. And a copy of She Freak from Something Weird video. Yes. Why not? I would love to see these guys fight in real life. Just because I don't like the other guy that much. They probably did. <laughs> they probably did at one point on set. Somebody was like, hey, I'm gonna, you know, and that happened. I think That's my the, guess. Yeah, I think the other, the, not that guy... Uh, the hero guy, I, I, he looks like he took himself incredibly seriously, even yeah. though that was the worst cigarette smoke I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. And he actually took a hit of cigarette smoke while he was slingshotting, too. I was wondering if that was him. Like, he didn't smoke, didn't take a hit. He takes the slingshot. Then there's a shot of his mouth blowing <laughs> smoke out. Very weird. Very, like, he just has smoke in him all the time. He's that badass. He's got a problem. I, those two guys are my favorite characters in the whole movie next to Brad Dourif and the fucking mm-hmm. the creepy dude. Very creepy guy. Yeah, the, guy the heavier guy I've seen in other stuff. I the heavier dude's in Night of the Creeps. He is the coroner in Night of the Creeps. Okay. Yeah. He's Always eating a sandwich. He's better than a bunch of, yeah, he's better than a bunch of stuff, but that's probably what you remember him from. But he's no, no, there was a thing in the 80s. A lot of coroners were eating a lot of sandwiches. It was the, 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 the ironic, you know, dark comedy of the whole thing. That they're messing with bodies and eating at the same time. Not, none's done better than um, Mangler. We brought up earlier when, when, when he's putting that old lady's face back together and he's eating those, like, fucking cherry tomatoes or whatever it is. Yeah. You, see, you see her face, and her face has got, like, the bad stitch. Like, that's so, like, I've never been so creeped out with that, uh, that them doing the food and dead, dead, you know, the mortician type deal. That's the most effective I've ever seen that done. Was that Toby Hooper? Ye- the man of the man. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I that. It's been so fucking long. I love it. Great movie. Didn't Scream Factory put it out? Huh? Ah, uh, probably. They, they put out everything, I think. Everything that's attached. 
not sure. I don't. So I want to say that somebody put it out. <laughs> There's three of those movies, <laughs> and, uh, maybe more. Oh, I didn't realize they made sequels to The Mangler. Yeah, I know there's definitely, I think it's pretty positive there's three. Oh, wow. Uh, Reggie Bannister's in the third one. Oh, Reggie. Oh, Reggie. I'm going to have to take a, yeah, I'm going to take a look at that. Yeah. But, yeah, let's all leave this scene because this scene's boring. Wasn't she? Yeah, I mean, it's just you know dialogue. Like, hey, I'm starting to like you. Hey, you like me? She looks just like the girl from the Running Person. (laughs) She does. She's like the same exact actress. They got like two for one. (laughs) She almost has like a Marissa Tomei vibe, but not really. Great value, Marissa Tomei, baby. (laughs) Great value, Marissa Tomei. I think there's a lot of great value in this film. <laughs> that's, you know what I mean? This, that's definitely that's 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 great value, Rob Lowe. Great or, value, um, Marissa Tomei. I like it. I like it. Wish dot com, Dale Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's the ballad of uh, Jack Hero, dude, and his infinite quest for mediocrity. It's like if his face was slightly shaped more, it might look like the dad from Dead Cemetery. A little bit. He's got a Tom Barringer look too, and a little bit of. I was thinking a little uh, Tom Cruise in the beginning, like a poor man's Tom Cruise. But uh, a very poor man's. I drifted away from that one. Yeah, more so Tom Barringer. The substitute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's Tom Barringer's substitute. So if he that's can't what do, it is. If he can't do the movie, then he'll do it for Tom. Well, Maddie Fisher, this Tom. is a substitute for you. Yeah. Got to do it for someone. She's going too far right here, going into the personal shit. She should be locked up and killed. This, is, <laughs> this, isn't, this, isn't cool. this definitely isn't cool on her behalf. Death penalty. Oh, yeah, so I was just thinking, give her the chair. Official <laughs> stoning. She should be stoned for Give her the chair, and Ernest is next after him. <laughs> Believe it. I do feel that the police would be afraid of this dude. I feel he's that type of character. Ooh, Couples. that's a nasty tumble. She had to do that for real. No, but that's a hell of a stunt. It really is. Just seeing the camera angles. They used the real dead body of someone who recently overdosed on site. Oh, and the rats. For real? real? No, for fake, for real. For fake, for real. All right. And that's the good way to do it. Have the close-up of the monster's mouth without seeing too much of it. That was a bill. That'd be like a bill. Bill Coyne would tell me that. That's a very Bill Coyne thing. Well, I mean, I, I, I like the, I like the method of Jaws, not to show all the creature up front. They stumbled into that too. The longer you leave a creature on the screen, the longer you, the easier it is to notice that creature ain't real. Exactly, and that's what you're always battling. Amen. I mean, Jaws basically was a complete accident because the shark never worked. They had to use every single piece of footage that could possibly work, even though they say it's not enough. But less is more with those type of um, things, especially where you have a creature or a monster, because you want to build up that suspense. Usually the more intelligent creature features of the 70s and 80s would actually reveal the creature within the last 10 to 15 minutes of the actual film, showing showing bits and pieces 
maybe is showing the aftermath that would be of uh, significance, you know, when that's where the, I mean, the production value or the, the budget's really going towards the creature itself and the aftermath of the effects. Yeah. So, you know, and that's the type of situation where you have to be smart and frugal about it because once you have the creature up front and, and light, you're just taking it all away and you're going to have to show different means and methods of what this thing can do, if at all. Um, but less is more in a situation, whether it's a, a, a man in a suit type of effect or uh, an animatronic creature. Either way, man, you just don't blow your whole wad in one shot. Yeah, That's the, way, the best way I can word it. <laughs> yeah. Tom Savini was scheduled, uh, attached to di- direct this at first in the early, I was in the mid-80s or something. <laughs> uh, none of the studios wanted to do it, though. They had no interest. Why? I don't know. Probably he wasn't, like, big enough or something. If he was doing the... The thing with the Savini thing, I think, you know, I, I like him as a person. I think he's a great, you know, su- superb effects artist. And I even like his directing. But I believe when he directs, I don't think he does the effects. I think he has somebody else do the effects. So he that, always does. I think that's so, correct. Kind of. So when the, when you go to a studio and you see, you know, they're not getting the Tom Savini movie they want, so to speak, in the eyes of the studio, they want him to do the effects, not really direct, I think. Yeah, well, it's like Living Dead 90. He directed that, but that was all optic nerve effects. John Zulich. Yeah, I think that's why he might have had trouble with getting it done. Yeah. I'm also biased. I just think he's great. (laughs) I'm like, everyone should have him. I love Tom Savini. I mean, I I really think of the Tales from the Dark Side episode where he both had Lizzie and and he directed that. Yeah. So I see that as really like it's the one where he was doing both, but usually it was one or the other. Hmm. That's true. He's trying to get something going. Then we'll jump. Uh, he's doing like a Nightmare City. I think he's trying to reboot Nightmare City. Mm-hmm. He's been yeah. trying to do that for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've never seen Nightmare City. It's good. It's it's uh it's a movie that you want you want to watch it. Um, Watch it. Don't like half. Don't like half. Watch half. Do something else. Yeah. Once you once you get to the ending, you're gonna want. You're gonna wish you so you paid attention the whole time. Uh, Got it. And then, yeah, like yeah, that's my advice for that. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's kind of how I feel about Neon Maniacs. Animaniacs. Even scarier. <laughs> Neon Maniacs. I love the Animaniacs. I definitely thought he said that. Uh-huh. I mean, heck, I thought Doc was scary. <laughs> well, hello, nurse. Well, hello, I'm, nurse. <laughs> and, and I believe in a thing called love. I believe in a thing called love. You, you know, the rat. The, the producers were afraid that the rats didn't sound scary enough, so they actually had voice actors do the rat sounds for the Frank Walker by chance. He was doing everything. I think that might have been. Him. Now, this guy is loving working with this hose way too much. I love the sound effects. Hey, 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 some some guys really love working with their hoses. Sometimes they have a long, steady stream. Sometimes they have a short stream. As long Mm -hmm. as they get everything wet. Exactly. Life lessons with Hawk. Finally, someone's talking the truth in this this motherfucker. (laughs) 
Step aside, Jam Handy. That's true. Now that's a strong, steady stream. That's exactly so what was, happens. That's it, that's how it works right there. That's basic biology. Did, and then he got <laughs> that poor guy all wet. That's how it's supposed to happen. He doesn't look too happy. He doesn't. Not everyone likes a hose in the face. <laughs> oh, no. Well, this is, oh, an no. Important, this is an important lesson. Before you whip out your hose and spray, you should ask if it's okay. Thank yeah. you. Be courteous when it comes to whipping anything out. Oh, these, <laughs> these bad guys just get badder and badder. He has to, and John, when John Harrow steps up again to save the day, that's his. Mo- that's like his deal. He saves the day. Um, he's really hoping for acceptance and approval. Come on, guys, guys, we need, we need, we, we need to work together. We need to work together. He's so like, my, guys, he's like my house back. Like my, he's like Mighty Mouse. He's fucking useless until like the last five seconds of every fucking story. No, and, and this guy, and technically, he's like the smartest one because he basically fires him. And he's like, "Well, I guess I'm not getting killed." <laughs> yeah, but he still sucks. Oh, everybody's sad now. Like, like, sad oh, so you're talking to everyone? You're yeah, talking yelled at him. No, Dark moment. Problem. You talk to Dark everyone, moment. huh? I like how he is the brightest colored character and the less sweaty. Who? This him? dude. Would you call him Jack Off Hero? I don't know. No, the the, the hair Jack, John Jack or John Harrow is the the nerdy one there, the nerdy That's guy. It. This dude's a, a fucking too cool. He's a cool cucumber dude. He don't sweat for nobody. No one. Uh, <laughs> The sweat's afraid to sweat, you know what I mean? Doesn't want to That's fight. just to show, like, superiority, though, right? In, like, characters. Why? Because, uh, oh, well, yeah. To show that, like, because they're all afraid of him. There yeah. are, everybody's kind of afraid of him. I think that, I think he does, they know that he does super dark shit, like, legitimately. He probably got away with, he probably killed some people in his younger years and got away with it. And now they, yeah, now he has this kind of thing about him, and he's got a reputation too of maybe he got away with it because he knows somebody or family's in the in the force or something. But I definitely take him he, for somebody. He almost, he almost. I see what you're saying, Matt. He almost has like a Clancy Brown vibe from like the new season of Dexter, where like this guy has skeletons in his closet from his past, and yeah. now he's moving to the the country. Kind of start over, you know, but he never. Oh, yeah. And now you have Moth <laughs> with uh, Duraf, and these two are just. I mean, they're, they're both yeah, trying to steal the scenes. The character you're mm-hmm. talking about, I think, came to town because he's a pedophile that got chased off. <laughs> That's you're what I'm thinking the, of him, that, that guy. Now, Moxie's having <laughs> Johnny Arrow's pedophile, pedophysal. They call him pedophysal in the hood. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Harrow's pedophysal in the hood. I'm yeah, making so a movie called Pet <laughs> Brad Dourif, dude. Another dude you don't want to bump into in a fucking dark alley. Uh, in this character, at least. I'm sure he's very swell in real life. Actually, we met him at Rock and Shock briefly. Yeah. He is a nice guy. Um, superb trauma. Was, Dario Argento's trauma, he's really good into. He was great in that movie. It was, uh, it was really hard for me to actually meet him. Because that was one of the first times I actually had a booth at Arkansas. 
And I'm like, fuck, I got to stay at the booth. But when I was able to get away, I remember going over to meet Brad and being like, I love Death, death Machine. It's the Isaac. You're probably getting a billion Chucky questions. No, Death Machine. I remember Hawk talked to him about fucking Lord of the Rings or something like that. Uh, I, I, I talked to him about Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. He comes off like a Robocop bad guy in this movie. Like yeah. He's definitely got, like, he shoots some nuke in his fucking neck before he came into the office to talk to this guy. He didn't want to see him straight, you know what I mean? Without the sound, it's very weird. It's like a proposal, like he said, I want to go to bed with you. He got up and he started leaving and he came back. He's like, one more drink and I'll go to bed with you. I, I gotta I gotta get drunk to uh, hang out at my apartment with all my pet rats. This is very Jeffrey Dahmer. I gotta get drunk. Just very Jeffrey Dahmer. I just want to take pictures of you. That close up <laughs> was, was him going. We taking your car of mine. That's what that close up was. And then they cut out the scene where he says, "Just fuck me on this fucking desk." <laughs> Ooh, that was too hot for TV. Anyway. Yeah, X rated Matthew. Well, That's- I didn't write it. <laughs> That's where the three pound tub of Crisco comes in. Yeah. Oh, sexy time. Great value. <laughs> and it says just just, Great just value grab, grab each one, each one, and just spread. Spread it wide. And this is how we butter our biscuits? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and assume that's how you butter a biscuit. Okay, good. <laughs> Butter a biscuit with Brad Duras. That's his book. That should be a book. <laughs> He's about to get fucking hardcore with this thing. He really is kind of a brother character to John Goodman in Arachnophobia. When he brought up John Goodman, they're like one and the same. They'd be buddies. I I don't know about anyone else, but I want to see that happen. They should just get a brother movie. I'd support a brother movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do it up. Let's do it. Nice get him, round. Get her. Oh. <laughs> He's going for the fucking... Oh, Ooh. Shit. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. Ooh. That's that one like way another. of taking... That reminded me of another kill in a Stephen King movie. Who, who's who's the first person to creep show? Oh yeah, Tombstone. Tombstone pile driver. Forget about it. One, two, three. <laughs> it's over. That building's creepy. That's like the building from The Mangler. Oh, they're still fucking in there negotiating their sexual acts. <laughs> Maybe they just had sex. He's lighting up his smoke. After poon. After. Boone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> afternoon, afternoon poo. Afternoon poo. Ew, poo. And then she's stuck eating a crummy sandwich, hating her life. She's like, hey, 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 dude, I, uh, lady, I gave you the night of your life. Now I, I just made you a sandwich. So, you know, you should be happy with it. He's talking about how sandwich. crazy that was with that dude. <laughs> she that clearly... Place? It's pretty obvious she didn't have an orgasm. Like, there's yeah. disappointment all over that face. Yeah. But it's okay. You bought me sushi. We're still pals. There you go. You're, you you were a great soldier. 
Nah, man. I'm sorry. I got to stick up for my ladies on this one. Do not accept sushi as a substitute to orgasms. Hold your men, <laughs> hold your men accountable for being knowing what they do in the bedroom. Literally. Make your woman happy or get the fuck out. <laughs> Seriously. Anybody ever have to clean out a flooded out basement or anything like that? Oh, oh, yeah. Get knee deep in it, going fishing through all that shit. You're going to be going to find. When you're up to your ankles and water. It's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's so gross. Usually a sub basement, you know, like for years you just have filth just accumulating. And it's like stepping into, like, I don't know. like you don't like want to pond, almost like a pond with like sediment. It's just like gross. Yeah, you know, getting papers out and everything that's on the ground. You need to just junk. You just you feel ugh, you feel gross at the end of the day. 65, 65 layers of fucking basement fucking dust, yeah. all just fucking swilling in this water. Yeah, no, it's nasty, man. It's nasty. I can't relate to that. I can relate to um after a house fire, everything was like doused in like the water. So like I kind of understand like that sludgy feeling of like yeah. nasty. Yeah, after no. a while, yeah, it'll just turn to you can put you like you got you know anything after a long time will turn to sludge. Yeah, anything, <sighs> even Crusco. And he's still super clean. He never gets dirty. He doesn't have to work. <laughs> It's John Hero, dude. He doesn't. He doesn't get dirty. John Hero, that's the name. John Hero's. John Hero's the, the new guy, right? Yeah. Are we? Are you, we call the the, uh, the black and white goatee dude. John oh Hero. wait, no, no, my bad. Uh, I, I would call. Mark, I, I would call Mark the foreman. That's the boss. It's the boss. I'm gonna call him Mister Top. <laughs> He's the boss, baby. John the hero would be so fucking dead in real life, going tr- trying to make the boss look bad in front of his dudes. This dude would be fucking dead, dead. Yeah. Small town, wherever this is, you know, we know where it's supposed to be, <coughs> but <laughs> yeah, he'd be dead. He'd be this dude. He wouldn't be putting up with shit. I, I would name him Zed Berdinsky. Oh yeah, Zed Berdinsky. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Sure. Zed Bradinsky. I'll Zed, go with that. Put that. Hmm. Or you just, you know, don't even have a name. Just call him Chief. If anybody ever walked out into a basement or into maybe the woods and you've seen fog like that, maybe in the woods it would be more common. But fog like that would be an issue. <laughs> don't, you, don't you think you would, you would take note? That's still that in the basement, right? Yeah. I'd be like, fuck that. No, no. That's, that's not really correct. <laughs> Even if it's just a chemical, like a smog that you could be breathing in or something, you know? They weren't all, smart. No, for all I know, that's cyanide gas, man. I'd be out of there in like eight seconds. Yeah. No mask. No mask. Pre-COVID. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Dude, I made mustard gas on accident. <laughs> hey, I was cleaning my bathroom. <clears throat> it's not hard to make mustard gas at all, so I totally believe that. Right? How do you find You find out the hard way? Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I My brother, like, had to open the window and, like, like you know, give me air. 
went to the hospital and they're like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, cool. Won't do that again. They're going to go blind from mustard gas. It happens. Back in World War One. Oh, yeah. A whole lot of things very bad for you can happen from mustard gas. Like, on a genetic level. Like, yeah. Don't talk about that. Hopefully that's, that's not in the basement here. Uh-oh. Oh, that guy oh, no. going down. Going down to the secret room. Into the bloody room. There's a metaphor here. Ah! Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> you should have listened to T Boz and Chili. That's right. It's not too uh, late to listen to those two. It's the other one you can't listen to anymore. Lisa left that. Lopez. Uh, I used to crush on her. I like how it shows the different car, Bill, parts of the, the monster. That was a cool. Now, this, is, this was the same pool they did. Poltergeist. Yeah, the same that guy's going under. That's why it's got the, big, the same curse. Ooh, nice and bloody. bloody oh, hands. it's like on the same grounds? Yeah. Oh, shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was on a pet cemetery. It was a poltergeist in <laughs> a pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> He's just taking his anger out on this poor dude. Stop back to like a cow. You made me break my... Uh, break my flashlight. Break my flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to do a, that now. That's not a flashlight. That's a flashlight. Uh-oh. <laughs> I flashlight. I improvise. I need to bring my flashlight to Seth, and God damn it, I'm going to have the best uh, flashlight that anyone's ever seen. If Brad Nerf <laughs> won't get this goddamn Crisco, well, I'm just going to have to do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for this all goddamn day. Well, you gotta do something to entertain yourself. Open up, sweet cheeks. It's coming soon. <laughs> oh, god damn it. Stop it. <laughs> well, you mentioned oh. Cisco. No, nah, dude, you just went like one step above. Or below. Or below. <laughs> uh, Stephen King heavily disliked this film. He said it was just a quick exploitation picture. One of his least favorites. I want him to like this. I really wanted Stephen to like this because I really do enjoy this movie. I mean, it's it it goes off the rails, yeah, but there there is a cohesive story there, and it's a fun creature feature for what it's worth. I mean, this isn't high art. I mean, this isn't the worst of the worst. It's just a fun little monster movie. It's just wrapped around that has Stephen King's name on it. And, um, yeah, it is Stephen King. And I mean, I read the short story. Yeah. And (laughs) it just, you know, it it feels like it has has like a children of the corn vibe. You know, you just take it on its own merit. And, you know, some things are changed a little, but in the grand scheme of things, it's a fucking monster movie. But it's it's still enjoyable at the end of the day. Of course, I like I enjoy. It. I'm a fan. I put it in my middle category of Stephen King movies, probably close to the top of the middle category. Yeah, it, I I feel like it's B team. 
It's not the worst of the worst. It's definitely no Langoliers or Tommy Knockers terrible. By uh, whoa, 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 hold on. Langoliers <laughs> is high art. I like Langoliers. I love Langoliers is high art. I will stand by Bronson Pinshot every day of the week. Listen, if you guys like your space meatballs, knock yourself out. I just don't have that much love for it. Okay? I like my space meatballs. <laughs> Please. I don't know what it is I like about that movie, but I like that movie. Bronson Pinchot! It's more than him. It's more than him, though. I like that whole cheesy movie for some reason. I don't know why. It's kind of fucking terrible, though. I was really young when I first saw it, so I've just always loved it. Yeah, that could be like it. It was on TV a lot. Just nostalgic, yeah. I like the vibe of it. I know it's very cheesy, but I like the vibe of it. Like, it wasn't too much horror, but it was enough to be like, whoa, what if this could happen? They kill a kid, too. Yeah, they did stabs, kill a kid. Stabs a kid in a, a fucking... She's deaf, right? Or blind or something? She's like blind. blind. Blind, yeah. Yeah. Stabs, her, a, stabs a blind kid in the heart. That's your Bronson Pinchot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy. All right. That, bad, bad Bronson Pinchot. Yeah. Look, all I'm Stephanie saying is... The Langoliers, all right, fine. I won't say it's the worst thing that with Stephen King's name on it, but it's not exactly uh, Storm of the Century. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's 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 not it's not high high level execution. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! We got past the worst of the worst. We already did. Return so we're past you. that. Everything will be cakewalk. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong by any means. I do think Return to Salem's Lot is the lowest point this this show will ever have. But <laughs> never know. And it's becoming one of the most climbed viewed episodes. Yeah, because we absolutely ripped it apart. It was savage. Our numbers are actually really fucking good. I've actually been keeping up with it lately. It was the first interview with Larry Cohen in a long time. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> that's what it was. It's because we channeled, channeled Larry, at Larry Cohen. Yeah, I mean we got Cohen. We just got Schwarzenegger. And I'm wondering. Cohen. I'm wondering what Cohen has to say about Graveyard Shift, though. I'm fascinated. You know. We'll chime in. I would. We'll get. We'll say on some in the at the end of the show. I, I like that idea. I do. I'm fascinated by what Cohen would have to say about Graveyard Shift. You know this? The first rating you got an X rating. The first cut of this film. Really? For violence and gore. Yeah. I I always felt this movie was too short. I think some. St- I, I would love to see it an actual director's cut. I feel like a lot of shit was cut out of this film for some reason. Some, <laughs> it, some, it does. It flows to a certain extent, but it feels like there was stuff cut out. Something tells me, though, in order to get the X rating, it probably wasn't the monster gore. I feel like it was probably something to do with the heavy machinery stuff, like someone falling into a machine or some shit, because that's probably too real for them. In, in or, that regard. Or it could have even been Stephen Mott, you know, like with his wife in that scene where maybe there was a, think a, of, uh, a human condition that maybe pushed it a little more. Well, look at this. Look at this red water. Around this time was around the time Evil Dead 2 was probably getting in trouble for the, they had to change up the color of the blood because it was so much of it. 
So they're they're swimming around in a pool of blood. The fact that it looks so real, the blood color, maybe that was a big issue. I know there was a, a nude scene that they cut out, a shower scene mm-hmm. that uh, had to get cut as well. But, Probably showed full bush. They were not a fan of full bush back in the eighties. Yeah. Full bush was too much. Too much. Too much. I like a bush. Too I'm much lady hawk. Too and much shrubbery. Lady. <laughs> I'm a fan. The shrubbery. <laughs> It's I am shrubbery. a fan of Bush. I'm not a complaining. It wasn't me. Hey. If I was on the ratings board, I'd let it slide. You know. Let me tell you something. Honk if you like Bush. That's <laughs> yeah, what it is. All right, all right, all right. Yay! Ooh. Yeah. That's what happens. Right oh. now. I do like a little bit, little bit. Oh, oh that sucks. Manja, manja. It all in. You just got to. Sucked him down like a long pig hot dog. Oh, he's I'm a falling long down. pig hot dog. A long pig hot dog. Oh. Long pig. Human meat. <laughs> Ew. Texas Looks like he's just boned. That's nasty. That's <laughs> dirty. He's getting boned. He just got boned up. Almost like you think that Bob Burns production design is a lot of bones in here. They're all real. Poltergeist bones. Poltergeist. No bones. pills needed. No pills needed. You can skip the. No pills needed. You can skip the gas station for this one. Okay. Yeah. No need, Billy. That's what the stud pills were, right? <laughs> I think they were candy from back in the day. Oh. Spencer was in like hot. Topic and shit like that before Hot Topic even probably used to sell weird shit like that. If I remember, yeah, my stuff. Newberry Comics used to. I remember those. Yeah, I, this, I think this was like a Newberry Comics. I think that my stepmother got for me. I've had this for years in my bathroom. They had funny ones yeah. for like relaxing. Yeah, I had a Bob Marley one. Yeah. It was like it will chill you out, and I was all like, "No, it didn't." <laughs> it was just <laughs> it just me and my breath, minty fresh. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh, there you go. <laughs> this lady's screaming on, on camera, though, Bill. She sees that and she's freaking out. It's a lot of bones in there, though. Oh, they uh, they helped this guy out. He looks all beat the fuck up. Yeah, he looks, he looks like uh, Anthony from Opie and Anthony there for a little bit. Poor guy got all beat up, though. Aww. Get him a band aid. You know, he's being nicer to them than they than he would be to them. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys you have to just, Huh? I mean, it makes no sense. It's like they help him. It's like, I'm going to stab you for helping me. I'm going to kick your ass for you. Fucking bad dude. He's a bad to the bone dude, Bill. We've gone over this. That's why I surrounded my bones. They're he, bad. He would stab you in the back. Hey, he's not a good guy. He's a, a fucking oh, fuck prick. He's like, get out of my way. I want to show the girl my bone. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's weird. It's, yeah, you know, the Brad Dourif character, I don't even think he's mad. He, like, he doesn't, he's comes off like a villain because he's so weird. But I don't, I think he's supposed to be middle of the road, you know. I, I think, think he's kind of sympathetic, actually. Yeah. Isn't there, yeah, there's a moment where, like, he has a, a sympathetic moment. And right before he dies, you're like, oh, fuck, he's not getting out of this. And I think that you feel for him even more. It's like, he's not walking away from that coffin, smacking up against him. He's not, I mean, his death, you're like, ooh, he just wins. 
Wait, he dies? No. 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 Brad Duras. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no way. Of course he doesn't. Don't tell me doesn't. this. No, no, he just walks around with a coffin in, in place of his head right now. <laughs> That's why we call him Coffin Head. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Uh-oh. This is how you got the name Coffin Head. Bam. Bam. That's how you get down on it right there. But he goes to the Holiday Inn, and he's always coughing at the end. Oh, you have to go too far. You've gone too far. In order for her to get that face, they stabbed her for real, Aaron. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. She was very dedicated, and they twisted in her guts. For real, for real. She took it, she took it like about five inches right of the middle of your sternum. She just, don't hit an organ. She was your trooper. Then they met, they set to the thing, they off in the ambulance after everything was okay. Yeah, of course. Movie magic. <laughs> Oh, she's dead? No, nah, this she's is when she passed. Sleeping. That's before the ambulance got there and she passed out. Yeah, she's okay. She's, she's fine. dreaming about unicorns, Hawk. Don't worry. She's going to yeah. walk it off. She's actually dreaming about Hawk. Well, well hey, that. in that case, I can understand. I, I mean, believe that. I, my legs are tired from running through a lot of ladies' minds. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's the man right there, the international man of mystery, Alexander Hawk. Yeah, for some reason, Hawk, I always dream of you, and it's really weird. Can you stop? I can't help it. That's what happens. I'm like a reverse Freddy Krueger. What can I say? (laughs) I believe it. Instead of trying to kill you in your dreams, I try to mesmerize you with my dance moves. You were feeding me toast. That wasn't Hawk. I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> Hawk's usually feeding people other I, stuff. I, 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 I feed ladies toast so, toast. so I can show them how, how I can butter their bread. Toast. Oh, my. Quote, unquote. That on screen is really toast. cool, guys. Hey, toast. I don't remember it looking this good. The creature, yeah. <laughs> the mouth open. I mean, this creature had uh, some decent movement. Um, not the greatest. Um, but it had a little bit of dexterity with the, how the mouth opens, how the wingspan actually is. I mean, the membrane, you know, I mean, it, it's just keep watching. I mean, it, oh God, it's so. I like how wet it is. Yeah. yeah you but, know, like that white, you know, there are certain colors and substance texture that you could get back in the day. You don't really get anymore. You know what I mean? I think they use more KY. Yeah, then yeah. Like, I mean, KY oh, was you know a lifesaver for even Ultra Slime, you know, like in the eighties when I came, you know, yeah. was, you know, Oof. even uh, methicellulose, which is a food thickener. Um, you know, there's so many different ways to icky up your monsters, and I always yeah. feel if you're going to have a monster or a creature, you better cover that thing in sexy slime, making it look Ooh. so non-sexy. <laughs> Is that possible, Bill? It's actually KY jelly making scary things look creepy. Now, Billy. Yeah, Billy, let's stop talking about how you're going to grease your monster with KY, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Body count 10 people in this film. But it has to be in low light. Nine people, one monster. How horrible. It makes it look bigger. There was like 64 people dead in The Running Man. Running person, rather, I should say. <laughs> previous, previous. That was before the credits were done. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and there was even that famous scene in Tremors where they're realizing, you know, these things were just like, like dry. And, you know, they had one test run mm-hmm. when this thing killed itself and they had all this ultra slime coming out of the mouth. And they were like, okay, that's what these things, there, there has to be a moist factor to it. Sometimes a creature won't work. Um, it just makes, you know, if you can put something on it that can help make it look more organic mm-hmm. is what you're trying to do at the end of the day. Right. And I might joke and say, you know, with these products, but it really works. You know, when you ha- when it's lit the right way, when the camera's rolling, and you might have someone inside this thing basically move- moving their arms just to try to make this thing open its mouth in some capacity. Yeah. Well, that's no good, Bill. Little bits. I mean, that's you really need to film that stuff. You know, it's like a big dance. Yeah, you need some natural lubricant. Oh, that's it. Pop a vein. <laughs> Pop a vein. Oh, the rats are coming to, to cuddle with them. Give them Aww, a little kiss. They're so cute. Well, they're here. They're, he's a hero. <laughs> they accept him. We he's accept actually a Disney princess. They've accepted him as their own. <laughs> when that thing comes through the wall, that was the one thing in the trailer that I remember the most about yeah. Graveyard Shift. I mean, they really didn't show any of this creature at all in the trailer. It's actually a really smart trailer. I think I said a haiku. Well, with the, I mean, when you boil down the creature in this, it isn't fantastic, like I think you even said. Uh, so not showing it was definitely the best idea for them to do. Sure. It just really has that kind of, is it the wing motion? It's got the kind of the one little hooky arm that comes down. Even when it kind of crawled onto him, it looked a little corny when, when uh, it was getting on the, the, the badass dude. You know what I mean? When it like kind of fell onto him from above. So, little less is more, Bubba. Uh, the slingshot action comes into play. There it is. Yeah, there it of, is. Um, the he whole reason business. is the slingshot. Oh, he's oh. Not- Let's see, he can hit like a dozen rats, and now he can hit a, a, a single switch. Yeah, fuck that switch. This is, there's no suspense to this at all. None. He could have, I agree. He could have pulled up a can that was full and just cracked it open and drank it for three minutes, and it would have slowed down the suspense of the scene. And then shoot the fucking can at him. Can he not get up to go push the button manually, or is he does he need a wheelchair or something? Like, what's, well, the the, the, the creature is in front of him, so he can't get up to it. That's how it looks to me. Nah, if your life is on the line, you'd be getting up. You'd be jumping over him. I can only imagine how much Coke probably paid graveyard shifts to make sure they use the Pepsi products. <laughs> I was thinking maybe he just had really awesome like slingshot skills to begin with, and like that was part of the con- like the contract. I need to do this in the movie. Ever since Maximum Overdrive, no more cocaine or coke. Rap. <laughs> coke <laughs> was allowed on set. Nope. It was, it, was a, it was a sober set from now on out. <laughs> we can tell. 
And all these, all the fucking bloody pillows and blankets that got sent to like foreign countries. There it is. It stopped because the head, the head was too much. Can't take the head. That's hey, sometimes you can't take a head. That's what they were talking about in the office when they were drinking. <laughs> they said the head's too much, though. Sometimes all you get is just a little head. My machinery it. can't take it, though. Now they're I'll hiring hire everybody. <laughs> now they're hiring everybody. Hey, you know that local drunk that only has one leg? We're hiring him. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone else left in that town. That was such a small town. Yeah. Just hire the rats. Well, rats, the movie's over. Fuck. Oh, rats. That flew by oh, pretty rats. quick. I felt like it was half hour long. Well, it was, it was a short I mean? run. I can't complain. I'm kind of happy it was a short run. You know what I mean? It wasn't that fantastic of a film once you've seen it a few times. You know what I mean? Mm. I but, think, I, 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 you know, it's it's good enough. It's good enough. So if you really want to, just say the P word and you can get Larry's. Uh, well, we'll we'll seance him up in a second real quick. If you want. We'll to. close out. We know the fans really come to hear him, so we'll close out our opinion that we'll let him go. <laughs> So, you know, like I said, middle of the road for me, you know what I mean? I enjoy it. You know, there's a lot of characters in this that I think is great. Like the Durf character, I think is probably one of the best ones and throughout the land of Stephen King. I even like the dickhead character, even though he's a dickhead, (laughs) I like him for being a dickhead. I think he does a good job. And uh, I like those bullies at the bar, those townies. That's where the buck stops, I think. But the film's not a bad film. I agree with Stephen King. It's exploitation trash. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've actually um only seen the ending. Anytime my mom was watching it, I always caught the ending. And, you know, I never actually tried to watch the, like, again, I did try, like, I tried, I didn't even get a chance to watch it for this. But um, yeah. what I saw now and from, like, what you guys have said, I don't hate the movie at all. Right. It's not bad. It's I really like the effects, honestly, with like the the bat rat thing. Um, yeah, it's not not terrible. I I actually want to rewatch it like with audio, so that's a good thing. <laughs> the if I remember correctly, right now there's a great fucking like graveyard shift, almost hip hop song playing, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, there is. They basically yeah. cut segments. Graveyard shift. Yeah, it's like the graveyard shift. <laughs> yeah. And it's all dialogue intertwined. This song is what this song is worth the whole going through the movie for this song. Basically, yeah, the song's really good. So yeah, the song's it was, everything. It was that time when they were taking snippets from the movie itself in audio format, and usually Bill and Ted did it. Uh, you know, there were some other horror movies that also did it, just making almost like a, their own track and putting audio clips from the movie. Uh, Return of the Living Dead did it brilliantly as well. Yeah. Mm. I'm with it, you know. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see the uh, the uncut. I know that. Yeah. You know, supposedly what was cut. Then, you know, there's a nudie scene, but the, the, the effects, because like Jess was saying with the creature, the creature, you know, maybe, it, you know, some of those shots did look really good. So I'm curious if what they had more of, maybe some people getting eaten or something like that. Maybe yeah. there was a kid that got killed that you know what I mean? 
Yeah. That stuff gets cut out all the time. I mean, I, I, I liked it. I mean, from what I saw. And, uh, I mean, Dorf, of course, stole the show. He's, uh, mm-hmm. he's the best part of it. And, uh, I think it had a lot of great, uh, blood and guts. And, yeah, I mean, you can definitely say it's an ex, uh, exploitive, uh, horror film. But there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, of course, I'm sure that, I mean, when, when you're an author, you write a story and someone adapts it, of course you're going to have a little issue if they go off the rails or do something different from what you actually wrote. But, uh, yeah. And, of course, uh, I, I like the creature at the end. I, I mean, I thought it was a uh, pretty uh, fun, decent creature. I guess I, I guess my my biggest disappointment with the, with the movie, not that it's a bad movie. Again, it's not a bad movie. It's 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 good enough for what it is. It's, it's pretty like Matt said. I'm pretty middle of the road on it. Can take it or leave it. Uh, but I think my my biggest problem with the movie is like it's just a missed opportunity. Um, I think that they really had an opportunity to really like set up a rope a dope. Like almost a Jaws situation with the rats and the big bat monster, and I, I feel like they just when it's revealed, it just kind of happens, and that kind of bugs me. Like I feel like there was more opportunity there because they were setting up something that could have been really cool yeah. that ended up being more run of the mill, more 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 expected, if you will. So I guess that's what disappoints me about the movie. I mean, obviously the acting's uneven. Derf's incredible. The, the rest of the cast, I mean, there's there's really good performances in there, but then there's also some really, really mediocre performances in there, too. So, I mean, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, but it's by far and away not the best, either. It's a fun 4th of July movie. B movie. <laughs> uh, that works. I agree with that. You can watch Uncle Sam, and you can watch Graveyard Shift. <laughs> there you go. Uncle Sam. There you go. I'd still rather watch Jaws, though. <laughs> well, Jaws is the best, but that's not a B movie. That's an A movie. That's an AAA movie. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We're not going to get into that. Right what Alcoholics Anonymous? In a, <laughs> yes, Bubba. Of awesomeness. Alcoholics. Oh. <laughs> the best of the best. It's as good <laughs> as it gets. That's 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 what I feel about Jaws. Anyways, classic. Bill, did you go? Did you have an opinion on Graveyard Chef? I just I, I watched it when I was young. Yeah, I fell I fell in love with it. I remember when the blue uh, the DVD first came out. I bought that one that player um, shit the bed. I couldn't get the disc out. I had to buy the movie again, and then now I have two cases, one movie, and. It drives me mental when they have those type of situations, but I love the movie very much. It's not perfect, it's not excellent, but it's a fun movie for what it's worth. Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. I, I guess, I guess, I'm middle of the road. I appreciate it. So, well, everybody will turn their lights down low for a moment as we summon up Larry Cohen. Larry Cohen. What did pineapple. I hear? Yeah, I heard pineapple. Pineapple. What the hell do you people want? Hey, you calling me? I was just having an amazing dinner. 
with Orson Bean and Orson Welles. Oh. And now I come to you kids, you pains me asses. What do you want from me? We want you to talk. We need to hear your review on Graveyard Shift, man. You know, what What the fuck else would we want? Ralph Singleton is a damn good director. Yeah. Depends on the hand he gets dealt. Mm. I don't know how it was dealt because Stephen King, I didn't have the greatest hand, but I had to make it work no matter what. Singleton probably did the same thing. I hear it was a great cast. Now, let me tell you something. When you get New York actors... You're getting powerhouses, yeah. as you should. Where I say, where I'm standing, that's my office. I've had people come up to me and say, I need to talk to you in private. And I said, no. And I remember once I said to Andrew Devoff, case Sarah Sarah. He didn't know what the hell to make of this. And I said, you do you. You're a damn good actor, and I know you're going to go places. Brad Dourif, what can't be said about the motherfucker? <laughs> He's good at what he does. He's creepy looking, but Jesus, he knows how to perform. Yeah. I feel like having some, I'm getting emotional. I, I, I need some wine. <laughs> Does anybody have anything? Well, I, I don't know. I'm going to drink this substance, and I hope this makes me... Feel good. That's what we all want, Billy. Ghost liver. We just want to feel good about. We just want to feel good about. So, um, after the success of you know Return to Salem's Lot, why weren't you brought in to direct this? I think it's a couple films down the line, but by then, you know, all the money must have came in, and it really must have been something. I didn't want jack shit. You don't want nothing? No, I have my mom, Michael Moriarty, and I'm extremely happy. You wouldn't have wanted to direct this? I don't know what I want. I'm in the afterlife. Why the hell are you even bothering me? <laughs> you con- we contracted you up. Remember, you agreed last time. Jesus Christ, you kids are more annoying than a set of hemorrhoids on a horse. <laughs> oh, shit. No, That's wild shit. No, try riding a horse with hemorrhoids. It's a pain <laughs> in the ass. You're getting anywhere three times longer than you need to. Well, God, Jesus Christ! I wish I just you know I miss Forty Second Street. I miss going to Forty Second Street with Bill Lustig and watching basically all these great films that you know doing double, triple features. And next thing I know. Let's take a look at me and say, did you like any of these movies? And I said, well, I enjoy your company. And I'm getting calls from beyond the grave. I don't know what the hell is going on. Is that Orson Welles calling you? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Orson Welles, someone. Welles arrived. Yeah. Yeah, just paints in the asses from beyond the grave, calling me all the goddamn time. I I mean. Jeez, damn. Larry Cohen is busy. No, I know one. exactly what's going on here, and I can't explain it because I'm in Larry Cohen mode. When you get in Billy Coin mode, ask him if he has a secret. 
Bill stepped away for a moment, but when he gets back... Yeah, the kid stepped away because he's an idiot, because he basically allowed me to come into him to talk to you idiots about movies. Now you're talking to me about this, you know, singleton film that has a mutator rat, along with Stephen Mott, who's actually a damn good actor. I would see him in synagogue all the time, for Christ's sakes. I can't believe you actually got him. Of course. He's way better than this movie actually deserves in the long run, for Christ's sakes. I mean, you know... This is just painful. I mean, you know, are you going to keep calling me every single goddamn time? Yeah. You do yes. of a Steve King film? Probably. Now you come it, back it's, to life. It's, it's, it's your penance for Salem's Lot 2. Oh. That's, That's it. James. Yes, exactly. That's James. That's, That's why you're here, Cohen. James That's why you're because... fucking here, Cohen. That's you made Return to Salem's Lot and you made me suffer. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I know. You are hey, now listen, stuck. Listen, they come everyone's every suffering. Time. We're all, I, I'm still suffering. And I'm yeah. still in the afterlife. What the hell are you kids doing to me? Jesus Christ, you have nothing better to do on a Saturday fucking night. Go out, get drunk, get stoned, have sex with your friends. What the fuck do you think I'm doing after this is done? You, you have better things to do than call me from beyond the grave, for Christ's sakes. It's 8.30 at night. Nothing's even started yet. Well, I'm about to see Jamie Mansfield, and I'm about to see some other busty chicks up here, you know, uh, playing in the um, snow, in in the clouds, and it's going to be fucking beautiful. He's in heaven, guys. He's in heaven doing a bit. I'm all over the place. Hey, wherever they sign the checks, I'm going. I might be in the afterlife, but I'm all over the place. I'm filming everywhere. I'm still filming in New York, and they don't even know it. I'm still still in shots. Right, yeah. right now, he's filming <laughs> Heavenly Pillow Fights. What are you working angels. on now, Larry? What are you working on now, Larry? I'm working on something with Russ Meyer. Oh, that really? makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're hoping it's going to get into some of the theaters up here. Because, you know, I mean, we're calling it a, a heavenly rack. And, uh, <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we've we met some nice people that are investors. And, you know, they basically say, hey, you know, we want to do a Russ Mayan movie. And I said, well, he's up here. And, you know, I'm also attached to it because I think they like what I did for, like, Black Caesar and doing some of those exploitation films. And, yeah, let's do an exploitation film up there in heaven. So we're having a great old time doing that. I like it. You have distribution in play? You have something set up? Yeah, Allied Artists. Are we get, we're going to get it down here? We're going to catch that down here in our territory? Or? Yeah, we, we got the people that release Basket Case. We got them up here. And, oh, and they're, they're up there now, huh? Yeah. That makes sense. Give, and they're going to give us an amazing campaign. I mean, what, what they did for Maniac, oh, my God. It was amazing. Billy Lustig was so lucky to get them. And now yeah. this time around, we're going to be making uh, rest of my exploitation film up here in heaven. We're going to bussy chicks running around. You know, it's going to be a romp. You know, it's going to be some teenage boys. You know, and they're going to like, you know, whatever. Their brother's bris. And then afterwards, they finish and go to Malibu. And, you know, we, we film in the we, we film in the oceans up here in heaven. I mean, it's going to be fucking glorious. Hey, and, hey, Russ, hey. and Russ Meyer hasn't been happier in decades. Hey, hey, Matt, Matt, I think this is going to be uh, the idea for our next film. It's going to be Heavenly Independent Artists, and it'll be starring Larry Cohen and Russ Meyer. Scary stuff. 
I'm truly scared by this conversation. This is horrifying stuff. I'm, de- I'm deeply fucking disturbed. Just throwing it out there. Perfect timing for calling you guys. Well, when now you channel it artistically. You know this, James. You're a very accomplished filmmaker yourself. I know you know this. I just, I just, you know, like I've always been a fan of Meyer. You know, because I'm, I'm a, when I was a kid, I was horny. And <laughs> horny as a kid. Only as a kid? <laughs> okay, so I'm horny all the fucking time. That, that's not the point. Um, it's all being a human being. Continue, my that's friend. a little bit beyond that, but that's okay. I appreciate your understanding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Larry Cohen. Larry, that was great. You're welcome. Thank you, Larry. <laughs> you're always Bye, Larry. Welcome. When the new movie's done, you're always welcome back on the show. You know what I mean? We'll promote it. Keep it going. Try and get it down here too. Alright. Alright, I'm turning the lights back on. Look at you, it's evaporating the thin air like a fucking vampire. Oh no, you gotta say pineapple again. Pineapple. Shit. Pineapple. Pineapple. What the hell's the matter with you? How long was I out for? It feels like an hour. Three days, Bill. Three days. We left you there for about a week, actually. What did you see? They were lying to you. It's been a week. <laughs> we just came back to get you out. We totally forgot about you. Oh, good. Yeah, we just finished uh, making a movie with Russ Myers, so you know that's why it took so long. I wonder why that, how that happened. Russ Myers, long, long, long story, long story. <laughs> so, Bill, get glad that you're back just in time for the end of the Dead Kids of Derry. You know what I mean? Um, did you see anything while you were out, or I saw an abyss. Oh, really? But it was staring right back at me, so I spit in its face. Hey, why did you spit in my face? No, you're not the abyss. Did the I abyss? am the abyss. I'm just just a question based on things that we know. Did the abyss happen to have a very large set of breasts? Strangely enough, yeah, but it was also shaped like the great old one. That oh, actually makes total sense. I, I I'll explain it to you later, but that actually fits. I want to know why. Because we're not in reality. Why am I so scared? We're in a Nightmare on Elm Street type <laughs> dream world. We've all fallen asleep. No, it's because we he swapped places with Cohen, and he was hanging out with Russ Meyer, and there was yeah. a bunch of big titted women around. Only no, his ourselves. Only he missed it, Bill. Only he couldn't actually comprehend the afterlife because he's still alive. So all he saw was the great old one with this huge set of tits. That does make it was like it was like that episode of South Park, massive boobage. Yeah, it's like a mixture of The Exorcist and a Lovecraft story. It's it's fucking great. I love it. We should make a movie out of this. Yeah, we could also make it a softcore porn at the same time. (laughs) There you go. Alex is checking out after that softcore porn deal. (laughs) I'm trying to find it. (laughs) (laughs) Alex can play the pool boy. (laughs) Exactly. That's the plan. No, I am the grave digger. He's the grave digger. digger. (laughs) I'm a digger. He's He's the grave digging pool boy who's also the pizza man who also can ride a motorcycle with the jetpack. Okay, oh, basically, like basically, uh, Alex, your new name in the movie, y- your character is going to be titled under every porno trope. 
I love that. Every porno trope. That should be but, 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 but James, every time I show up, it has to be Bow Chica Wow. Oh no, you'll have your own theme song, man. It'll be like Terror Firmer with Toddster. You just come on scene and it'll be like Bow Chica Wow. Yes. Boing. Exactly. Boing. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. You have your own sound effect. That's how famous it'll become. Well, yeah. ladies, all I have to say is that even though I'm standing, uh, sitting down, I'm giving you a standing ovation. Oh, <laughs> thank you. In my pants. <laughs> yes, that was inferred, Billy. Yes. <laughs> no, there'll just be a character wow. that's just like, in my pants. <clears throat> no, nah, that's been done. That's They're been done. That's been dirty. done. We got to come up with something else. Like, it's got to be, it's got to be a little more explicit than that. You're dirty. You are dirty. A dirty material. Yeah. I'm not dirty. Too blue. Excuse Material's me. Do you blue. want to pet my trouser snake? I knew it. I knew <laughs> it. This is the, we can't. We can't be channeling Larry Cohen anymore. He was actually on set with Russ Meyer. He came back all horned up. That's what happened. Where was I? You exactly. Missed, you passed out. You passed out. Why am I so horny and confused? See, <laughs> I told because you. You're looking at us, Billy. <laughs> I'm more confused than I fucking. I fucking told you, man. He came back all horned up and on the sauce. He's he's fucking ready. Bill's in it. So what a Why dead kids a dairy episode. <laughs> yeah. Why do we oh. have a craving for Doctor Pepper? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, there it is, Doctor Pepper. You're the one. You <laughs> make drinking so much, so much fun. fun. Really, drugs and alcohol. It all makes sense so? now. See. Fuck yeah. I entertained let, you long enough. We're going to let Bill Coyne go grab a nice Dr. Pepper, and we'll let everybody out there grab a nice Dr. Pepper. And if you like this episode, go check out more where you heard it. And until then, just be merry, I guess. Be dead. Be a dead kid like us. And we'll catch y'all on the next episode of the Dead Kids of Derry. Woo! Mm-hmm. <laughs>